This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 135 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes. I don't care what it is. You know what? Every time I come in the kitchen. Yes, she's here. (laughs) (laughs) She's back. And he's here. But you know what, y'all? It's been a rough week. It's been kind of a crazy week. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, good news, bad news. Uh, You know, we're going to talk about it. You know, each week we do news, politics, pop culture. You know, Tanya B is here doing her thing. Vi is here, the country commentator. And, um, you know, this week is weird because... I, you know, we're going to talk about Roe v, but we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because I'll be quite frank with with everybody. I, I expected this. I mean, I, I've been doing the podcast. Um, I started doing uh, a podcast on my own back in 2016 when um, Hillary and Trump were running against each other that 2016 election. And and when when Hillary lost to Trump, uh, me and my partner who were doing we were doing the show. We said, hey, this is the beginning of it. This is going to be the beginning. Because if you recall before that, um, Mitch McConnell denied Obama that opportunity to bring in uh, Merrick Garland. So we knew Trump was going to have the opportunity to put in a Supreme Court justice. And and then, you know, this guy adds three justices, you know, it, uh, you know, on his watch. So so with that said, you know, it, it, it's not a surprise. I mean, there are a lot of things and we'll, we'll talk about it after the news. But there are, you know, a lot of missteps, a lot of if I could have, would have, should have. But, you know, it's no it's really kind of no surprise. I mean, you know, we got some things um, as a country. Unfortunately, we got to deal with between now and November. But, uh, you know, y'all, you can't you can't. You, you know, won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. You ain't gonna break my soul. <laughs> I just play a little bit of that. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce uh, re- I'm just saying. <laughs> Beyonce dropped it just in time. You will not yes, be breaking did. my soul. So uh, what's up, Tanya B? I'm gonna give it up to give it up to Tanya B's in the building. Tanya B. I um I, I am on the road again, so I'm coming to you from a ro- remote location yeah, somewhere in America. Yeah, somewhere you. in America. Somewhere in America. So how was your week? Yeah. I mean, how was how was your week? You know, it, it was it was interesting. And I, I had some discussions with some men and some women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my whole thing is, and I said, you you said, we're going to talk about Roe v. Wade. I'm not trying to you know wallow in this. I already no. have my opinion. It has not changed, you know, since I became aware of what it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, I said, we here. So let, let's let's focus on the pop culture, you know, yeah. the news. Well, that's that just let's. Just make this uplifting. I'm, I want to entertain y'all and make you laugh just a little bit to just take you out of your yeah, sorrow. Yeah, without, you know? without a doubt, without a doubt. But we, you know, but we, I'm we, back we, and yeah, uh, chat about it. But go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was doing my Juneteenth cooking. I sent you all pictures and videos, mm-hmm. and I have been off for the last couple of weeks, and I'm debating now what I may or may not do for Fourth uh, of July. So yeah. you know, everybody has a way that they deal with these things that are happening in this world, whether it's Roe v. Wade, whether it's gas, and you know, food, the economy, this, that, and the other, and you know, my therapy, as you all know, is, is cooking. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Hey, Vi, what's up, man? How you doing? Vi, the country commentator, yeah, is back in the building. I'm going to call you the, the intermittent brother. <laughs> the intermittent brother. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. okay, the, the occasional brother. <laughs> okay, the occasional brother. <laughs> I know you travel a lot. So what's up, Vi? 
What's, what's been going on? How was your week, man? Not much, man. Any, any of this stuff good week. come up in conversation but, among your people? Uh, no. Yeah. No, not at my job. <laughs> no. Oh, no. They ain't going to talk. No, no, no. You got to. <laughs> I know where stuff. you work. <laughs> they will not be talking about it on the job. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Yeah, man. So so we'll get to it. I mean, we got a lot of stuff. Of course, um, you know, Roe v. Wade overturned uh, testimony in the deprogramming, the cult deprogramming January 6th committee. Uh, more, more of that stuff. We'll mention it. Also, uh, we have, you know, first gun legislation, if there's anything, not exactly everything yeah. we wanted, but at least it's something. It's a start. But it's the first start. one in 30 years, um, Beyonce released uh, her, her new one. And, and we'll, we'll play, you know, you heard the hook, you know, we'll play a snippet of it. Now, I'm, again, timely <laughs> message <laughs> for, for black folks. You will not break my soul. And, um, right. and you know, y'all just cope and, and definitely enjoy your summer. I mean, but we got some work. We got some work to do. But let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike. Uh, and we'll come back on the other side. We'll talk about a lot of this stuff that's going on. Uh, just kind of catch you up. And, and I do want to give you some information that I picked up that I think kind of gives shed some light on this Roe v. Wade stuff that we may not, people may not be talking about. So we'll come back in just a minute. Thank you. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The Biden administration is considering a temporary federal gas tax waiver. It's 18.3 cents per gallon. On the beach in Delaware, the president told reporters, Well, I hope I have a decision based on the data I'm looking for. By, uh, by the end of the week. The administration is also looking at the possibility of sending gas rebate cards to taxpayers. State officials from Arizona and Georgia testified Tuesday about how Donald Trump pressured them to overturn election results. But it was the emotional testimony from a former Georgia elections worker and her mother that was riveting. Both were accused by the former president of being voter scammers and counting fraudulent ballots. And both were targeted by Trump supporters. A lot of threats wishing death upon me, telling me that, you know, I'm, I'll be in jail with my mother and saying things like, be glad it's 2020 and not 1920. That's Shay Moss. She and her mother are former Fulton County elections workers. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger also testified. And I think sometimes moments require you to stand up and, and just take the shots when you're doing your job. And that's all we did. Again, there was no widespread voter fraud in Georgia. More outrage after new information from Uvalde, Texas, reveals that law enforcement completely mishandled the mass shooting at an elementary school. At a Texas State Senate hearing, Texas Department of Public Safety Director Steve McCraw said there were enough police on the scene and equipment to engage the shooter within three minutes of his entering the building. The on-seat commander waited for radio and rifles. Then he waited for shields. Then he waited for SWAT. Lastly, he waited for a key that was never needed. The classroom wasn't breached and the shooter wasn't taken down until an hour after the attack started. 19 students and two teachers were killed inside Robb Elementary. President Biden is proposing a 90-day federal gas tax holiday. By suspending the 18-cent gas tax, federal gas tax, for the next 90 days, we can bring down the price of gas and give families just a little bit of relief. And the president wants help from individual states. The second action I'm taking is calling on states 
to either suspend the state gas tax as well or find other ways to deliver some relief. Mr. Biden has blamed Russia's war in Ukraine for the pain at the pump. There is pushback on the idea by both Democrats and Republicans. Some Republicans calling it a midterm gimmick and other Democrats expressing concern about road projects covered by the tax. In sports, sad news. Two deaths, one in the NFL and one in the NBA. Baltimore Ravens linebacker Jalen Ferguson was found unresponsive in a home Wednesday morning. No cause of death for the 26-year-old has been released. And former NBA player Caleb Swanigan also died this week. He was only 25. He spent three seasons in the NBA, playing for the Portland Trailblazers and the Sacramento Kings. The coroner's office says Swanigan died of natural causes at a hospital in Indiana. Georgia was back on the table yesterday during the Senate hearings in Washington. The focus was President Trump's efforts to pressure the Department of Justice, who he wanted to overturn the election. Richard Donahue was the acting deputy attorney general and explained the state form arena video, which he believed for various reasons, uh, was as he said it, fraud staring you right in the face. Donahue talked about a meeting with then-President Trump where he tried to deal with the false fraud claims. Trump actually wanted to replace acting AG Jeffrey Rosen with Jeffrey Clark, a supporter of the president's claims. Wednesday, federal authorities conducted a search at Clark's suburban Virginia home, according to several media reports. By the way, DOJ officials warned Trump if he appointed Jeffrey Clark as acting attorney general, there would be hundreds of DOJ resignations. In a 6-3 decision, the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of gun owners who want to carry their weapons outside the home. They struck down long-standing state rules in New York, giving local officials broad authority to deny permits. New York Governor Kathy Hochul reacted to the decision. We don't need more guns on our streets. We're already dealing with a major gun violence crisis. The court said the Second Amendment provides a right of self-defense in public. As expected, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. There was speculation that the official decision would come down today. A majority of the justices, all of whom were appointed by Republican presidents, agreed that the right to end a pregnancy was not found in the Constitution. This now means access to abortion will depend almost entirely on where a person lives. Some states will allow abortions. Others will soon end the access. Late Thursday, the Senate passed bipartisan gun safety legislation. It's the most significant gun-related bill to pass in nearly 30 years. The vote was 65-33, with 15 Republicans joining all Democrats in passing the legislation. After the bill passes in the House, it heads to the president's desk for his signature. Now, once signed, this gun law will not contain many of the things Democrats wanted, like a ban on assault weapons. However, it will close the so-called boyfriend loophole preventing domestic abusers from owning a gun. It will expand background checks for 18 to 21-year-olds. Money would go to states for violence protection programs and mental health, plus school safety, and the legislation will offer incentives for states to create red flag laws. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has ordered Juul to stop selling its vape devices and cartridges. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf said the action is further progress in the FDA's commitment to ensuring that all e-cigarette and electric nicotine delivery system products currently being marketed to consumers meet public health standards. Critics have blamed Juul for allegedly targeting teens in its marketing and say the company is behind the significant increase in teen vaping. Juul says they will fight the ban. Yeah, by the way, Jewel, uh, as, as we you know do the podcast today, Jewel, um, they're allowing them to operate 
until they can get their case together. Uh, they were they were basically in a position where they had to completely clear everything off the shelves. But now, from what I'm hearing, is that they've been given given the right until the case comes up to uh, continue to sell uh, to get their products uh, either in a position where they can pull them off the market or you know find new markets uh, to make their money. But it won't be in the U.S. So. Interesting, interesting. And, and, you know, as I'm watching the news, because I, I, I kind of watch the, the scroll as it comes across, uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani got hit by a 39-year-old grocery store attendant or a supermarket. <laughs> it was, he was almost knocked to the floor, and, but he, he regained his... I don't but know. But his hair dye, he regained his hair dye? Dude, I guess. I guess that hair dye, they must have, he must have hit him in the head. And it slid oh, off the hair dye, but either way, he was attacked, apparently in a grocery store. Some 39-year-old uh, punched him. But, um, you know, I, I, I mentioned I was going to talk a little bit about Roe v. Wade, just to kind of, you know, because, you know, I want to know what the winners and losers, I want to know why, you know. And, and I reached out to, you know, to some of the white women who were feminists back in the day, and I asked them, I said, well, you know, what happened to, like, you know, the I Am Woman, Helen Reddy, you know, Maud and Mary Tyler Moore, all that you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. we, grew, we grew up in the 70s. So, you know, the image of, you know, women in the 70s, you, you had a strong feminist movement going into the 70s, 80s. And, and, and you know, I, I got this article. I got a lot of different answers, by the way. But but I saw this article <laughs> in Time magazine and I'm going to post this in the podcast notes. And um, the title of the article is Failure of the Feminist Industrial Complex is by Charlotte Atler. Or alter, alter, I think. Um, and she points out that women receive more college degrees than men in most states. More women run Fortune 500 companies to date. More women are directing Hollywood blockbusters to date. 60% of American women consider themselves feminist, including 42% Republican, and more than half say they prefer to work outside the home, yet Roe still fell. And, and Uh, Charlotte Alter points to the fact that the crack in the foundation of the mainstream liberal feminist, um, what they call the fourth wave was, and and I don't know, you might agree with this, Tanya B, because you see it. They were more, uh, the fourth wave is what they're calling the current feminist group, is more focused on individual achievement, feel good symbolism, cultural representation, but they don't pay attention to the federal courts and state legislature. And what happened, I would agree. And I what, would agree. And what happened was basically uh, the Republican Party focused on abortion from a federal court and state legislature. They, they outworked them uh, in the federal courts and the state legislature. So and, and the anti the anti abortion movement, basically, you know, they better understood how power truly works in America. They got conservative lawmakers elected on the state level. Mitch McConnell, yep. and I mentioned Mitch McConnell, blocked Obama's final Supreme Court court choice. This led to Donald Trump, who appointed three Supreme Court justices, all of who know their, they knew their mission going into it. They lied, but they knew what the mission was. Uh, not to mention the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who candidly, again, we go back to the point, Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired during Obama so that Obama people have, you know, been saying that, uh, you know, when she passed away, it was untimely, you know, because it allowed Trump another opportunity, quite frankly, that he wasn't expecting. Uh, And and again, they outfunded the pro-choice movement. So a lot of this stuff has been in the works for a while. 
you know, and, and, you know, you could see uh, there's an organization called Susan B. Anthony. They were getting at one point on an annual basis, $7,800 on an annual basis. Guess how much they're getting now on an annual basis from a funding standpoint. You can't even get it. What you said, seven thousand eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, they were they were at one point only getting, I guess, in the beginning of the organization, in terms of profit, in terms of profits, or or basically the um, the money that they you were know. getting. Now they're in the millions, like tens of millions, closing in on hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Oh, that, see, that, that's too much power. That's too much power. It's a lot of power, but but you know, money what? is power. They have amassed the power, and that's one of the things. It does go back to the fact that. You know, I think, you know, that that liberal feminist movement got caught up in the hype, um, Hollywood, and really took its eye off the ball when it came down to getting people elected who who really stood for that, stood for the cause. Uh, Go ahead. You know, I think one thing that, like you said, they took their eye off the ball. I think me, too, you know, for all it has and has not done was one of the major diversions. Really? Do you think think so? about it. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Everybody was so into, you know, me too, and let's prosecute this one and prosecute that one. And, you know, this one stepped down, that one stepped down. Then you had Bill Cosby. Then you had this one, that one, and the third. And, you know, it, it was a snowball. And, I, and it's just yeah. interesting how I think some of these things are pro- more than likely, you know, done strategically, again, to divert attention. And like you said, how these feminists now have kind of taken their eye off the ball. Because if you think about it, you know, the liberal, is, the liberal feminists. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Said, but yeah. where is the current day Gloria Steinem? Where's yeah. the current day uh, even Shirley Chisholm? You know, where's that current day person? Just like, you know, with, with us, with people of color, you know, where's the current day MLK? Where's the current day Malcolm X? And again, yeah. we don't have that. And, you know, I think, you know, had there been someone, you know, more like that, you know, I think that might have been the case. Like now we, we need yeah. a, a Michelle Obama to really step up and, you know, and show up and show out, yeah. you know, with what she posted this week. And, you know, it's it's sad. Well, you, you know, hear you hear me talk all the time, Tanya B. And I won't get into the name and, and please don't don't bring up the name because I don't, I don't want to hear it this week. But when it comes down to us in the community getting settlements you know, and, and being given monetary settlements, we need to get power versus settling. And if, if we are ever to change laws, uh, if we are ever to gain the power needed to do these types of things where we can control the court, right, then to we have the to, we, to do the work. We have to understand how power works and it doesn't right. work all the time by just getting being awarded right. things that don't impact the ballot box and and don't it doesn't impact who represents us. All right. So the, the, so the pocket, the pockets of those. Yeah. You know, who do represent us. But can I just say one thing? Yeah, yeah. Go you ahead. know, like we talked about, you know, the situation. I'm not gonna say names because we all know who we're talking about. Yeah. But um, you know, I look at the settlement with three point two million dollars for Dante Wright's family, yeah. which is all well and good. But by the time the attorneys take their cut, you know, and everybody else gets their piece of the pie, you know, the family may get they might be lucky if they get half to sixty percent of that. Mm. And I hope it goes directly towards Dante Wright's son. Yeah. You know, no tea, no shade, not his mama and them. Really, I mean, not even the baby mama. Let's look at this child's future, because this child's, you know, the, the future could go either way for him. Yeah. You know, again, but yeah, you settled, you know, and Brianna look at every Brianna Taylor and every other settlement that's taken place. And my whole thing about that is, you know what? I get it. 
the money is, you know, it's, it's like a panacea. It doesn't mm. bring anybody back. But the main thing with me is that if people of color keep, or anybody keeps taking these settlements, yeah. Yeah. you know, nothing is ever going to change. The yeah. accountability yeah. is not going to increase. You know, the again, the laws won't change, mm. but it's like, you know, let's go for the right now and get people where they're vulnerable. And if you look at the bulk of these folks who have gotten these settlements, yeah. You know, they've been maybe middle class at best. And then I just hope that they don't wake up in a couple of months or a couple of years and the money's gone. Just like people who play the lottery that don't know how to deal with that kind of money. It can be a three point two million dollars. Really, if you think about it, it's not a lot of money. Well, I just I just want us to get focused on the true power and true power is getting the people elected who can impact you know, our lives, because let me tell you what's coming next. And and this is something that I know that, what's that, coming. That, next. No, I'm telling you, Clarence Thomas alluded to it. And, and I'm just saying this from a national standpoint. Um, you know, they're, they're going after, you know, contraception is next, uh, you know, in terms of mandate, you know, uh, contraception. And then, you know, they're going after, of course, you know, same sex marriage. Um, you know, these are rights that we have that that are basically have been given. But this court is hell bent on taking back rights. And mm-hmm. and my biggest concern is the right. Uh, I mean, when it comes down to our schools, Brown versus Board of Education, you know, when it when and, and, and people laugh uh, and say, well, you know, they'd never do that. You know, a lot of people laughed, uh, you know, years at ago. Roe v. At Wade. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. They said, well, oh, let me they'll, they'll never go after, you know, uh, you know what? The, then they're going to, you know, and we have to also keep in mind, folks, and be focused. And there mm-hmm. was a, a runoff election that was poorly promoted in the state of Georgia this yeah. week. Yeah. And I voted. But you voted. Right. Me too. Yeah. Voter suppression is real. They're going to go after that. Don't forget the Voting Rights Act has become very vulnerable here yeah. lately. And I say the only time any of this will change is when these white girls start coming home, no tea, no shade, yeah. start coming home with it's these true. half blacks, with these half black swirly babies yeah. or until something happens to one of these politicians, daughters or wives or, you know, nieces or sisters. Mm. And then, you know, we have to, you know, it's like, you remember that uh, PBS uh, documentary, you know, Eyes on the Prize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our eyes are off of the prize. Well, you know what, and, you know, it, B, let me say this, and, and I, I want to be fair about it. I don't want to throw a blanket. I, you know, I, I think black women, a lot of black women have been putting in the work tirelessly uh, but they're in the, I mean, when, when it comes down to actually making an impact, you know, you know, the black vote, we're only 13 percent of the population, you know, ultimately. So so, you know, even if we all voted, uh, we still have to have help from the majority. And, you know, so so, you know, we know a lot of a lot of black women who put in the work uh, for these for these clinics and, you know, for, in the community uh, and gotten the word out about women's health. And it's a blow to them because they're still out there working in these communities, especially some of these uh, some of these poor communities. And and a lot of folks are get were getting the credit who don't look like us, but basically they were getting all the shine, but they weren't Absolutely. doing the work. So so yeah. I really think, you know, ultimately right now the Democratic Party has a uh, is they in a got conundrum. A lot of work to do. Well, you know, they got the, a lot of work to do. The conundrum, in my opinion, is leadership. I mean, right now, and, and we've been saying this every podcast, uh, I'm going to play AOC's statement at the end. And I typically don't don't roll with uh, AOC. I, I don't roll with her a lot, but I'm, I'm going to play yeah. her statement uh, on this on the House floor after the ruling. And uh, a lot of what she says, I mean, you know, is is spot on. So so I will I'm, I'm going to post this article from Time magazine 
uh, Time Magazine article, it's failure of the feminist industrial complex. I'd love your thoughts uh, on some of the stuff we're talking about as as it relates to this, um, you know, because, you know, hell, you know, who knows? I mean, y'all y'all laugh at me if you want, but the 13th, I'm looking hard. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't, don't y'all mess with that 13th, you know? But no, like, I, I agree. I mean, it, I it agree. used to be a time when people would, would look at you with the side eye and think you're nuts when it comes down to whether or not the Supreme Court would challenge the 13th <laughs> Amendment. But with this Supreme Court, oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Trust yes. me. You know, I, I I am looking at the 13th Amendment and I'm saying, oh, my God, what we got to do, what we got to do to protect that one. All right, y'all. Anyway, uh, any other thing in the news, uh, the gas tax holiday, uh, 18 cents off, you know, and, and possibly I guess if they're going to they send out some rebate cards, if they send out like a couple of hundred you know, dollars and, and, and 18 cents off plus the state, that might that might make a little bit. of. I don't know if that rebate card's going to make it, because just like they had things in place where people were getting this, uh, you know, the covid, yeah. the PPP loans, they just passed it through and, they, and there was a whole bunch of fraud. They yeah. did things with people getting assistance with rent. There was a whole bunch of fraud. How do you how do you identify that? What do you do if you have a car registered in your name? You get a gas card. But, yeah. you know, I mean, again, I just they don't have, want these these oil companies and these some of these local uh gas stations you know you know who you know who you are these local some of these local gas stations just Can we call out luke oil <laughs> they're owned by the russians That's luke oil yes you give them the 18 cents you know we're supposed to get the 18 cents and they absorb the 18 cents and and you know and and basically add it, it in on. they don't pass it on you know so so you know i know we're getting currently and we, we're in the state of georgia so we get uh, you know, the state, the uh, the uh, state right, tax yeah, is, a lot of people is basically, have. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that state tax is on hiatus for us. But, you know, state tax, federal tax. And, you know, but but, but anyway, this has got to get past Congress. So that's another story. Yeah. I, hey, know, nothing I'd get rather, past Congress. But go ahead. Nope. I, you know, if there was this whole thing with gas cars, I'd rather see it you know, honestly go. And I you know it's a double edged sword because again you can have the greatest plan, but if you don't have your strategy in place, then it becomes you know yeah yeah a, a hot mess. You know, like the two uh, situations I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Because again, you don't want to have them you know allegedly bring down the price of gas and then still have companies like Luke Oil and a bunch of others. Mm-hmm. You know these these hood gas stations. Let's call a thing a thing. They drop the money to, right back on top. It's like right, damn. Right, exactly. So you're not getting anything. <laughs> not so getting you know what? Unless you're going to give, take that whatever that 18 cents is. Look at what it will cost. You know the average person to to get to work. You know. Mm-hmm. And what about people that take public transport that don't have cars but still need a break yeah. on their transportation costs because all of that's going up too. I would say you know what. It, they're, they're, they're really at this point, there's no 100 percent foolproof plan. But I'd rather see the money go directly into the pockets of the people than go into the pockets of these these shanky, these shady, janky gas station owners yeah. who are going to not only keep the 18 cents, but still jack up another 18 cents. And we get no relief yeah. and they just get rich. And now they're wondering why people are going around, you know, <laughs> robbing gas stations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So, um, again, love your feedback. You can go to castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Uh, there's a people poll section. All you have to do is hit the mic. Love your feedback. Uh, definitely would love uh, your feedback on everything that's going on this week. And, um, you know, we'll um, we'll see how things pan out. We got some time, you know, not much between now and November. So, you know, let we, we got no, really, it'll be here before you know it. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, Tanya B., you ready? Are you ready? You ready to do it? I stay ready. There you yes, go. I'm ready. 
It's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? You know, what you got? You know, uh, first of all, I have to digress. And I have to send a shout out to Asia Grayson. She's half of the so-called neo-soul Philadelphia-based group, Kindred the Family Soul. And um, I, I just got to read you what she posted on Instagram. And it makes so much sense. And I think people need to hear this. And what Asia Graydon Dancer said is, this is probably not a good time to remind you that a black woman told you that Clarence Thomas was trash decades ago. But you were so intense. Right? Okay, right. Thank you, Aya. But you were so intent on representation and not tearing a black man down that you demoralized and diminished Anita Hill. I say you got what you want. And like I say, if she says, stay off my phone, I say, get off my phone. And I just want to say five on it and shout out to Kendra's a family soul. Because one thing about them, they are, you know, they're, you know, celebrities and stars and they, right. but they are still amongst and for the people. So I just had to say shout out to Asia, <laughs> AKA Mama Kindred of Kindred, the family soul in Philadelphia. Good stuff. Because what she says, make, it makes so much sense. Yep, it makes absolutely. so much sense. Absolutely. I okay. Now you want to laugh now? I, yeah, I got yeah, some yeah. tea for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say, well, first I want to say, um, condolence. This just happened since we talked. Condolences out to Regina Bell. Her brother, Bernard Bell, who had been in uh, failing health for several years, passed away. But one thing about Bernard Bell that people don't know, aside from being Regina's brother, and he was kind of always in her shadow, he wrote songs like, you know, she had that song out in 2009, went to number one called God is Good. Bernard wrote that. Bernard Bell also co-wrote Remember the Time for Michael Jackson with Teddy Riley. He also co-wrote It's Time to Make a Change how appropriate right now um, for the Winans and also one of the first hits that the group out of Waco, Texas, High Five had called Just Can't Handle It. Yeah. So, you know, condolences to the Bell family and Bernard. Just I say just Google him. He has an amazing extensive discography and I just think he needs to be noticed. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks for, remember, okay. for, for remembering him and bringing okay. it up. Thank you. And I want to say, anybody looking for a date, if you're looking for a date, I got three possibilities for you, maybe two. But uh, I want to tell you that Lawrence Fishburne said after divorce number two he's ready to date again and I just say line up to the left ladies don't you know don't plan on being around for too long but I still want to know one thing from Lawrence Fishburne and if you're a certain age you know what I mean when I say who killed cornbread who killed cornbread who killed cornbread my favorite part was cornbread Cornbread. I love it now he said he wasn't doing nothing okay (laughs) The, and, and the way he said, you know, the orange pop, the orange pop, the orange soda. No, but the whole I mean, you know, it, it's crazy because, you know, growing up again, we grew up in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I guess for for the current generation, <laughs> you know, Lawrence Fishburne looks like he, an ancient dude. But he's no, they not just know really. the, they know they just know the Matrix and things yeah, like that. Matrix. But Lawrence Fish, you know, he, he was, was around way before that. Yeah. yeah, he was like a no, little kid. Uh, in, no, not in the Matrix. What was that movie with yeah, Martin Sheen? He was in the Sheen? Matrix too. He was, yeah. He, yeah, but I mean, in the jungle when they were in the jungle. Um, you know, oh, that oh, Vietnam oh, uh, movie. Apocalypse uh, Now. Apocalypse. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was Apocalypse in Apocalypse Now. Too. Okay, and uh, Martin Lawrence said he's also open to dating. I think this is his second or third oh, divorce. Lord. I can't, I can't <laughs> keep up. I know, but but he's off that narcotic anime. He off that narcotic. Right. Uh, I know, but 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 you know, this is interesting because uh, Martin's daughter Jasmine is engaged to Eddie Murphy's son. Eric yeah. and I think that'll yeah. be interesting wedding and Martin Lawrence and he's gonna ask Eddie if Eddie will pay for the whole thing since she said Eddie got more money than him but that that's interesting but um, yeah. 
And I want to say five on to some of the members of the 2023 class of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, there was a time when black folks weren't even on the Walk of Fame. Was, you couldn't even apply. And although, you know, I think it's had its heyday, they're trying to make it more relevant. But the way that you get in now, all you got to do is get $50,000 and get, you know, uh, people to write letters for you. So, Tommy B, we can get you on the, the Walk nope, of Fame. Nope. <laughs> but who's on? Somebody who is who is really? No, no th- this way, uh, speaking of Martin Lawrence, he, he's going to get a star in 2023. Good, good for him. Along with, um, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, there's more. There, hold your applause. Hold your applause. Oh, okay. Hold my applause. Okay. Hold your applause. Okay. Um, also in the class of 2023 is Chris Luda, Chris Bridges. And I give Luda, I, I give him Luda, five yeah. on it. You know, he's done a lot outside of music, not really doing music, the acting, um, the TV show that he has with his daughter, Karma's World on Netflix. And he's also done a lot in the community in Atlanta to give back. Um, comedian Garrett Morris, who was the, uh, you know, he's been around for a minute. Yep, Saturday Night Live. SNL, uh, but uh, Two Broke Girls. He's on a whole yeah, bunch he of was, He was shows. in uh, Cooley High. He was the... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah in Cooley High. Teachers in Cooley High. Teachers, yeah. yeah. Also getting a start, Lenny Kravitz. Holla. Yeah. Mm, and uh, this, these <laughs> last two I'm saving, I think they are so deserving and I'm glad that they're getting their flowers. Yeah. Uh, Melba Moore, who's been on the podcast before. Melba Moore's. And Congrats, Uncle... And Uncle yeah, and Uncle Charlie Wilson as well. Good stuff. Is that it? Can I can I hit the applause now? Yeah, he, now you may applaud. Yes. <laughs> holding my applause. There you go. Good stuff. All right. Okay. Also, I want to tell you, you know, Chris Brown has new music out, and he's been, you know, he had issues with drugs and alcohol and just abusing and you know some mental health issues, and he seems to have mellowed out a little bit because he does have three kids and three baby mamas. But he was interviewed recently, and once again, you know, he's being compared to Michael Jackson, who passed away with uh, 13 years ago uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he told a recent interview. He said, "Please do not compare me to Michael." There is no comparison. Michael Jackson, I can't touch him. Yes, he was an influence of mine. Yeah. And I give Chris, uh, I'll say Chris Rock, Chris Brown credit for saying that. And, you know, and knowing, you know, if it weren't for Michael Jackson, it may not be a Chris Brown and Usher and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, but he right. also says that he wants to work with Beyonce. But because he beat the beef stew out of Rihanna, I don't think Jay-Z is going to let that happen. Yeah. And then uh, he also says that he wonders if Diddy regrets not signing him to Bad Boy. But they both put the pause on women. So it's probably a good thing that he did not get signed to Bad Boy Records. So wow, Chris wow. Brown, I, I you know, I just hope he. But you know, realizes. Chris, Chris and Usher were kind of like the heir apparent. I guess because of the dance yeah, music were. and because yeah, of the and dance just moves are, and the voice. The entertain, but the inter, yeah, but the entertainment yeah. value as well. So, yeah. you know, we say, you know, James Brown, then we have Michael Jackson, Prince, you know, Usher, and, you know, that whole thing. So, I, I, like I said, I give Chris credit for that because Lord knows there have been times when I have read him for filth. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, um, right. I also want to share with you that... Um, you know, this whole versus thing, it's like people pay to go to versus. They should be paid to go to versus because this last one was a hot ass mess. Okay, you know what? Um, Let me, can, I, can I play some of this? Just the snippet before you do this? Play Ray J. Go ahead. Okay, let mm. me go ahead and I'm going to play. This is Please. what Ray J sounded like. It's painful. Wish to have a fancy car. Wish to have a million bucks. Go. Well, I wish I don't be in love. So tell me. And I wish it all on you. Uh-huh. 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 So he was holding. Oh, this, oh. Is, this is when he was holding the baby. He was holding no, he blamed. No, he blamed on him holding the baby. It's like no, mama, you can't sing. But he was one of a couple that did that. Oh my he God. wasn't. The, wait, I know. 
The baby boy should have been at home. At, no, that baby should have been at home in the bed. Number one, number yeah. two, should have been up in there. But Ray Why are you J holding your baby while you're singing? I, I, I didn't. Well, well, did why not... is the baby there? Why is the baby there? Why is the baby there? Was it? Was it? They couldn't get a sitter. I mean, it was just kind of. Let me tell you something. Awkward, no. man. Like Why? I said, shouldn't have been up in there to quote Bernie Mac. And there were some other folks that showed up that shouldn't have been. Ooh. But that whole thing about Omarion and his brother Orion eating the watermelon, passing uh, it out to the audience for them to bite off of it too. That's how, okay, somebody somebody up in there w- walked away with cold, and I'm going to tell you that much. You know, here's the thing. You know, I look at Omarion, you know, and, and oh, what's his name? Orion. And even Mario held his own, but I'm like, I'm sorry. I know I'm not sorry. I make no apologies because you all are not true blue R&B singers, okay? Yeah. They, they're not yeah. singers. And, you know, to say this, as I said before, do I care about verses? And to quote, you know, that Kiki Palmer movie that's coming out? Mm. Nope, I don't. And just, OP, just crazy. Nope. Just, you know, just... It was horrible. You know, I saw oh. I saw the clips in, in uh, on Twitter. Uh-uh, And, no. uh, you know, I've been I've been watching because, you know, it's been... Did, did, he, did he make a statement after? Was there, was there a statement on, on Ooh, the line? Ray J or Marion? Ray J, about this mess what can he say i'm just what can he say you yeah. shouldn't have been on the mic if you, you know, and like i said you should have got a babysitter so anyway <sighs> anyway um i want to know if Crazy. you are ready are you ready are you ready are you ready for a tupac pop-up restaurant i'm not sure again okay Tupac's family, (laughs) like y'all either need money or you don't know what to do with it. But his family is opening um, an L.A. restaurant that they said will be a pop up and it's going to serve his favorite foods. And I just hope that one thing they have on the menu, Jada, go fade away pink at popcorn. Can we please put a muzzle? (laughs) They should if they don't. Damn. Okay. All right, Tony B. And uh, and I just want to remind you really quickly yeah. that um, and I I think again, you know, I think this this is so not cool. But on September twelfth, you mm. know, that's when the start of the new talk show season kicks off. Yeah. And of course, they've got Jennifer Hudson and Sherry Shepard talk shows debuting on the same day. Yeah. No, hopefully not at the same time. Different. Networks. I hope not. Yeah. Well, no, I think yeah. um, Jennifer Hudson, she's being backed by almost everybody who worked on the Ellen show is working on yeah. the Jay Hud show and Ellen's behind it. So mm. I think, you know, in most places, Ellen came on at three or four in the afternoon. I hope Sherry Shepard comes on in the morning. But um, yeah. and I, I hope they do. But you know what? Again, Jay Hud's an ego. So you got to give her you got to give her her flowers right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good she's stuff. like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that she gets the um, at least has some of the success of what's your name Kelly Clarkson uh, yeah Kelly's, who just won Kelly's, two Emmys yeah Kelly's show has done really well so I'm hoping that but you know that what she she makes herself likable yeah, she does. and relatable and yeah. I think that's what has helped Kelly Clarkson she gets up there and she sings those songs and yeah. she's like you know I'm a redneck from you know I lived in my car this you know so I think one thing that they can both take a page from the book of Kelly Clarkson is to learn about how to be relatable oh I did forget one thing I was okay. talking about the whole dating thing Lawrence Fishburne looking to date Martin Lawrence looking to date and I don't know if I told you know I wasn't here last week uh Danny Glover was out there on the creep, and what's happened with him Wait is a minute, he was who? Danny Glover. Yeah, I said like, it. Danny, lead, lead the weapon. At, 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 one, two, three, and four. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Danny Glover was spotted on the beach with a much younger woman without his wedding ring on. So okay. like, okay, he out there tootsie rolling and dipping it low and spreading it wide. But what I've come to much find out, much younger for him is, is like fifty. 
<laughs> well, see, wait. No, see, he has a young okay. wife, and okay. I think his wife is like 50, but this chick he's with now is supposed to be like about 30 or so. But okay. what the streets is saying is that he's not really cheating because he's in the midst of a divorce, and so he's okay. out there dating. And so is Michael B. Jordan, although we now find out that he and that girl, um, Lori Harvey, mm. broke up a while ago. But word from the curb is that this mystery brunette that Michael B. Jordan is with is actually his ex-girlfriend. And okay. I'm done. Okay, I got deal. more, but I'm, I'm done. Good deal, good deal. And, uh, and y'all, by the way, um, you know, I always hit the TV and movie stuff. And, and, you know, it's my favorite week of the year, favorite time when... Why is that? The Shy is back <laughs> in the building. So I gotta, I gotta give it up. So... You know, I, I am I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give, you know, the, the whole plot thing, but I will say, you know, it, it's like last season of The Shy was kind of a love fest, you know, because one of the things about um, Lena Waite and the writers and the directors of The Shy, there was always some drama, always some trauma and drama. And last uh, season, I mean, they really kind of pulled away from it. But it seems like from the beginning, everybody's in flux. It looks like it's about to start happening again because, you know, Emmett and Tiff are, are struggling. You got, you know, the kids, Kevin, Papa, Jake, uh, you know, there's some tension happening there. Um, you got, you know, Emmett's mama, Jada, is having doubts about her young her young thing. You know, it, and, and I'm not gonna get into detail because I know y'all gotta watch first episode, but, but it's, it's just starting to get a little messy. You know, a lot, a lot of, you know, how things get mixed up and people coming back who shouldn't be back. You know, it's going to be drama. So I think I, I'm, I'm going to make a, a a prediction of the shy season five. Uh, I think it's going to be intense. Okay. I think they're going to bring back the drama. I think they're going to bring back some of the trauma. Um, some people going to be gone. And by the way, and this is public, you know, knowledge and, and it's been published. The trans mm-hmm. actress um, who was on the show, played Trigg's girlfriend, um, mm-hmm, the trans okay. actress. She's not coming back. Uh, she mm-hmm. left the show. And, and she had, she was on a podcast. I don't know why she decided not to come back, but she's been really going public about the reason she's not coming back to the show. So I, I, I hope I didn't spoil anybody, but I'm just telling you, you can, you'll, feel, you'll, you'll figure it out the first episode. But right. she's already been posting on Twitter. Uh, she's been on podcasts and it's been on the news that she's not coming back to the show. So just FYI, the shot looks to be a messy season. It's going to be one of those seasons. <laughs> like, Damn, what happened? You know, you're going to it's going to leave you shocked at the end of every show. The other thing uh, when I watched episode nine of The Man Who Fell to Earth again, this show's going to win awards. It's, it, you know, it, it, it I want Ptolemy Gray to win something. Too, yeah, I think though. Ptolemy Gray is going to win. Okay. I, I, it, it, I would be surprised, shocked and surprised <laughs> because it's it's really that good. And and I know, you know, you, you it, it starts off a little slow, but as you get into it, it it's better. The, the season finale uh, is coming up next next week. So, you know, I'll talk about it a little bit more after the season finale. Plus, there's there's a show and I know y'all watching P-Valley. So I'm not really the P Valley. <laughs> I'm gonna catch up on P Valley. I know it's season two, okay, but I, you okay. know, but you know, I, yeah. I, I saw the Players Club. So <laughs> do I need to watch? Right, P right. Valley? And, and and all the Queens men. <laughs> it's all the same. All the Queens men men is just crazy off the chain. Tyler but, um, Perry. There's another show that I just said. Let me sit down and watch it. The Old Man with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. I heard it's good. I haven't oh, watched it, but I heard it's good. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes, 
I mean, because you know Jeff Bridges hadn't been doing TV. He's not. Well, a, you know why? He's a, he he's said he, a, had, he had he had cancer. Yeah, he was fighting yeah. cancer, and he had COVID at the same time. Well, he's not a TV actor. I mean, he really stayed away from the small screen. Well, so did John Lithgow. But, but no, Lithgow. But he, no, Lithgow. but he came back. No, but there was a time yeah. when when movie actors and movie actors and actresses, if you went to TV, that yeah. was the end of your career. Yeah. Now they are rushing to it. So, but you yeah. know, Lithgow was doing Third Rock from the Sun for for right. years. I mean, yeah. that was right. a, that was a big hit for him. But yeah. uh, but it is. I mean, I, I mean, it's what fifty six minutes without the commercials on Hulu. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely worth the watch if you like that spy drama, you know, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, Jeff Bridges. I mean, do you say he had cancer, right? Yeah. Cancer while he had COVID. This dude is like he must have a stunt man because <laughs> I mean he bounced back. Oh damn! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like he's so physical. In this show, it's like it's, it's, it's shocking how physical he is. So, mm-hmm. old the old man on on Hulu is good. Again, I know y'all out there watching P Valley, and um, hmm. you know, and that's about it. I mean, TV oh, is nope. is blowing up. I mean, right, a lot of good we, stuff on TV. We, Go ahead. Need to remind people about, and I, you know, Kevin Hart. He has that multi deal with uh, Netflix. He has mm-hmm. the movies, and uh, I know he's got a couple of TV shows. But one thing, oh, he's also opening up uh, healthy eating uh, plant based restaurants in L.A. And his oh, by the way, can Philly. I mention the man but, from Toronto is on my list next? I've not yeah, had a that's chance no, to yeah, see it. That's a Kevin him Hart and, movie. Him and Woody Harrelson. I hear it's been it's been getting yeah. good reviews. Yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead. But also remember, there's uh, if you've maybe been watching cable, there is this. Um, I guess docu series coming on about black comedians. It starts this coming Wednesday, which I think is maybe June 29th or mm-hmm. 30th or whatever. Yep. Uh, on A and E, and that's also a Kevin Hart project. So I want to check that out because it's going all the way back to like the Slappy Whites, who young young people have no idea who that is. The yeah. Slappy Whites, Slappy you know, White. the Red Foxes, the Rudy Ray Moores, you know, up through you mm-hmm. know the Tiffany Haddishes and the Wanda Sykes and, and people like that. So yeah, I've been I seeing the it, promos. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, everybody so it starts. Everybody's yeah. on it. this Wednesday. It starts this Wednesday. This Wednesday on A and E. So I, 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 that's one of my must see. Good stuff. Coming Let up. me ask you about this, Tanya V. I'm gonna play a little bit of it. I know, um, you know, YouTube's gonna get mad and, and, and try to try to kick me off. But, but, but what, what, <laughs> what, 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 what are you, what are you hearing? What are you hearing about this? Let me, let me see if I can get it. Get the whole thing. Get enough. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. What are people saying about the new? A couple, of, you know, is he people? It's like either you love it or you hate it. Some people say it's boring, but oh. I think you know. No, but when you when it's speaking to her demo, because you've got. Uh, Big Frida on there, the Queen of New Orleans bounce, who was also on Lemonade. But the thing I like about it, mm-hmm. is, you know, and that Beyonce will do this, you know, pretty regularly. Uh, she will go back and grab some club jam from back in our day. And I want to just say five went up to her for, you know, paying homage to and recognizing Robin S. Because back yep. in 1993, honey, Show Me Love, Show was, me love was everything. Huge. Was big. It was everything. Yeah. yeah. But, so, you know, Tanya, um, Tanya B, I, I was, I, I am just happy that you know i'm a, i'm a i'm a club or you know did club i was a club dj you're still and, a dj and, you throw know, back but, alley throw but, back alley but but my point is this i you know we've been stuck in you know beats per minute we've been stuck in these slow grimy i you know i call them the 60s 70s you know 89 90 BPMs. yeah everything is slow everything yeah. is slow for so long i i was yeah. just glad to hear some tempo and and I just hope that people you know, don't you know crush it 
to no, the point where it something. doesn't get played. I mean, it's just no, like it, it, yo, no, it's getting change the tempo. <laughs> let me let me just tell you. Let me tell you a few things. Let me I mean, tell you a Michelle few Obama, things. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama came out but, and tweeted about something. the song. How good it was. I, I'm just like I just hope it changes the tempo. I'm just tired of the slow because you know the the word is. I asked Millennial Nick. I said, well, I, everybody. He said because you know the generation. You know, they don't like to dance. Nobody, they don't want to dance. You know, nobody dances in the club. Like, like, uh, who said we don't, da- they don't dance no more. Is that uh goody mob or, you know, they don't dance no more. So my point is um, nobody wants to dance. And so everything is down low, down tempo. I was just good. I was just glad. I, I just hope that it catches on. I hope it's a trend. I hope we get back. Cause you know, with, with, when it's like sad, all the bad news that we're dealing with, you want some upbeat. You don't want to just be, you know, like, you know, cruising, groove. No, give me some. Hey, on, let me let me get a little bit more here. Let me give me some. Frida, big Frida. Give me some of this. Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me some of this. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Give it some. Well, let me. T- I, I I have an opinion. Give me some of that. Okay, well now, now let give me give me you my that. opinion. Let yeah. me give you my opinion. Number one, yeah. this song came along at the right time. It and did. when you look at the lyric video came out first, and I get it because you have words like motivation, no yeah. frustration. So it came along at the right time. It's, it's a mantra. Like, it's a mantra. It's you right. know, no, but let, yeah. let me finish. Yeah. With her being from Texas, I think maybe she knew what was gonna happen because it just seemed like it just dropped in our lap at the right time. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, we do need something to motivate us, get us up, make us dance. And, you know, and these kids that they'll they, they these young people they're too cool to dance but there is a segment of the population that will like us that will rock with this record and somebody was digging it because it got over two million hits in a few hours yes and i don't know any things that yeah good stuff and i, I saw, I saw the, the lyric video was at nine million already yeah yeah Wow. Yeah, right. So, but here's the other thing. Yeah. It's summer, and you know, a lot of her audience. She has a the beehive in her audience. She has a very loyal LGBTQIA plus. Yeah, she dropped it in audience. Pride. Yeah, she dropped it in Pride. No, right. But I'm month, saying, June. yeah. You go find me a pride parade, a club where it's LGBTQ or anything else around this world that's not playing that record. There's going to be remixes of it, and I think it's going to. You know, it's almost like. With a lot of records that are like hot garbage, you know, yeah. but, you know, it's going to if you don't like the words of the song, at least check out. I mean, the track and the beat's going to get you. It's going to do something to you. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I think about it. Yeah, you I, know, just, I just, I just hope people don't get into remixing it, chopping it and screw doing the chopped and screwed. And, and it's just, you know, come on, y'all keep the tempo. I know, you know, folks say, well, black radio, they don't do that for on the floor, man. I mean, that's pop. Yeah, you know, come on, y'all, give it some. Give, I'm telling you, let's change a trend. Not, we need, no. we need to be. Let me tell you something. Motivated. If if iHeart can go and cut a deal <laughs> with whatever that garbage record is a puffy had, gotta gotta go back whatever it is about losing Cassie. Yeah. If they can cut a deal to play that record every hour, <laughs> there's no reason why right. they can't play That's Beyonce. And the thing about it is, the thing about it is, people yeah. forget there are a lot of dance radio stations yeah. across this country. 
Okay, to the point where they actually have a, a, a radio station reporting panel on Billboard magazine. Yeah, yeah. And also, again, all these clubs and things like that. Now is the time when it's going to come back. And you can't tell me that there won't be a whole lot of backyard barbecues yeah. where this song is not going to be played. And that's all I got to say. And we got six minutes because I got to go <laughs> eat my eat my, eat my um, curry chicken. Okay, right. go ahead. Well, let's do this. Um, I, I do want to I want to I want to play this clip from AOC. And, okay. and and it'll put a bow on the week when it comes down to just, you know, the political side of things. Um, I'll go ahead and play it and we'll come back on the other side and we'll wrap. But um, interesting comments. And, and I'm not a huge fan because I think ALC needs to definitely um, she when, when, when she says or does certain speeches, she needs to acknowledge black women and, and you know, and, you know, women of color more. Uh, I know she's she's in a I guess a, a district and well it does include um, some black and it's more gentrified but still that's my they only, got her elected yeah they it, got, they her, got elected. her elected um, okay. but but I do want to you know uh, play this and, and and we'll come back and talk about it on okay the side. here we go all right here today today is a very heavy day for so many of us across the country every single one of us has woken up today with less rights than we had yesterday. And pregnant people in particular are, more danger, are in more danger in the United States uh, today than we were yesterday as a result of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. I think what we're experiencing here, it's important to tell the truth of what's going on. And with so many individuals out here I think it's important for us to also tackle this myth that this is somehow about babies or children or life. Because the same individuals who purport claim to be protecting life fight against universal health care. Do they believe in universal child care? Do they believe in life after birth? From their policy positions, I assure you, the evidence is lacking. A life that claims to be protecting the lives of children, or rather a party and individuals who claim to protect the lives of children just weeks after over a dozen children died in Texas, now claim to support their life, the lives of the young. Who are we protecting? Who does this protect? No one. Overturning Roe puts every single one of us in danger. And what I think many of our colleagues perhaps haven't quite, or perhaps they have fully understood, is that this also undermines the right to privacy in the United States of America. But we are here to solve this issue. Our job is to develop a path forward. And in that, we know that this House has passed and is willing to codify Roe. But what we also need is answers from our colleagues in the United States Senate. So to those senators 
who voted for these justices under the claim and the guise that this would not happen, this decision falls on them. What will they do? As they were lied to, what will they do as a consequence of this decision? Whether that be Republican or Democrat, but we cannot allow this to go on unanswered. We are talking about a court of, with the majority of justices appointed by a party that has not won a popular presidential election more than once in 30 years. Ruling against the majority of Americans. We have a Senate that is controlled by minority rule. And we have a house suffering from the impacts of gerrymandering that amplifies and undermines our democracy. We are in a very dangerous moment, not just for women, not just for LGBT communities, not just for all of us, but we are in a dangerous moment in the world because this is not just about the right to choice. This is about rule of law and democracy and who is a full person in the eyes of the law. But to all of those who are watching today's events unfold in fear, in anger, in rage, in depression, in anxiety, one thing remains steady, that we will not stop fighting until this is fixed. And I say that to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, we are not going away. We stay, we fight, we push, and we will not be silenced. With that, I yield back to the gentleman. Thank you very much. And I want to make sure y'all go to castropolis.net. Uh, again, we'd love your feedback. You can leave your audio, your voicemail. Uh, it'll come directly to us. Uh, but go there. Love your comments, your feedback, on any, anything we talked about today. Uh, but definitely would love to hear your thoughts on, on Roe. Uh, any final thoughts before we get up out of here? Tanya B? No, if, uh, no that's somewhat something that, that she said more recently that I actually agree with her on, mm -hmm. you know, and again, I know my whole thing about it is not to just, you know, get into it, but my thing is just, you know, no strange white man or woman is going to have the right to tell me what I can and cannot do with mm -hmm. the only thing that I actually own. And that is me in this body. So they can go kick rocks in an open toe shoe. And what's going to happen is like a lot of these employers are doing, they're going to support and pay their employees to go and do you know this, if they have to make that decision mm -hmm. and people are going to go across state lines and yes you know they're you know they're uh you know throwing you know blood on the windows of these clinics and this that and the third but like i said until these politicians have their daughters and their granddaughters coming home with these swirly black babies and not doing anything because <laughs> yeah. at the end and of trust the me, day they don't get it taken care of tanya b 
I'm telling no, but see, you, they no, don't get right, to take care at, of At the end of yeah. the day, yeah. it's not people of color who get the majority of these abortions. And yeah. now you see all of these non-people, women of color who are coming out and speaking up. And I just look at, uh, I think her name is Meadow Walker, mm-hmm. the daughter of the uh, actor Paul Walker that was in Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. She said um, during the uh, COVID, the height of COVID in 2020, she terminated a pregnancy. So when you get people like her and Sharon Stone and the rest of them coming out here and start talking about it, 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 unfortunately, I think it's going to have more merit than somebody that looks like you or I talking about it. So, you know, it, it's 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 a slippery slope and we'll just leave it at that. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, y'all. But again, you know, there's Beyonce in the words of Beyonce. Don't let it break your soul. You ain't gonna break my soul. Yet. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna break uh, my soul. Wait, so. I got something that won't break your soul. <laughs> what you got? You know, just like you do throwback alley. Don't can you believe next Sunday is July 4th? Wow, next Sunday? Yeah. yeah, it's July 4th. So this coming Friday, July 1st and Saturday, July 2nd. Yeah. Um, it's on the July Bird 4th Wire. weekend. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, with how we normally, I normally started doing the, you know, the Birdwire Backyard Barbecue shows. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to pay a couple of my favorites, but what's going to be interesting this time, and I encourage everybody to listen, okay. is that there are artists that are uh, currently have with songs in the Birdwire Top 10 that are going to step up and be guest DJ. So if you want to find out who it's going to be, you've got to tune in and listen. Definitely. Make sure. And, and um, you know, you can always check out the Birdwire, you know, Friday, Saturday night, Saturday. 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. It's a two-hour show. And then again, uh, Saturday at noon. Saturday let's at let's, noon, let's so. double it up. Let's try to get it, you know, let's, let's try to get it in. Get uh, the bird wire in a little bit more next weekend. You know, make it a, okay. Like a, I said, we're going to have some interesting guest DJs in there. You know, practicing now, and we're working with these folks, and you know, we're stuff. getting our songs together. I'm not going to again. You have to tune in to see who it is. But if you listen to the bird wire top ten, and you see the top ten on the website, yep. you know, just you got to tune in to see. You know, hey, you know what? It could be the Temptations. It could be Lizzo. Mm-hmm. It could be Mike DeCole. It could be Mick Murphy from the system. You don't know who's going to roll up in there. But I'm telling you, we Good got stuff. guest DJs this coming weekend on the. Bird wire. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Go ahead, then, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right, y'all, yeah. that. We appreciate you again. Go to castropolis.net, click the link. Everything G Podcast is there. You can subscribe to the podcast, the stream. Again, use the stream and check out uh, the Bird Wire as well when you listen yes. to us live on Sundays as well. Uh, social media, email, everything you need that's, um, that's the uh, G Podcast is there as well as. The bird wire is at castropolis.net. The information is there as well. So, again, with that, y'all, just want to say thank you so much. Uh, stay focused. Thank you. Stay, stay positive. Enjoy your uh, enjoy. If you if you are having a hell, the weather is summer. Without a doubt, the weather, you know, it Woo. is hot. So, so be careful out there. Definitely make sure that yeah. you enjoy uh, your time with your family. Stay focused. And, and, you know, all you can do is all you can do. You know, just do what you yes, can. That's right. Again, yeah. you know, we can't impact a lot of the national, but we can definitely impact the local. So if you can focus on the, the things that you can impact, then that'll that'll definitely help the big picture. So stay focused. And with that, y'all, episode 135 is in the can. And we are out of here. Power to the people and peace. Don't break. You can't break my soul. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, let me hit it one more time. Yeah. Don't break my soul. <laughs> hey. Don't break my soul. Ah. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all. Peace. Hey, COVID's still real, y'all. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.